welcome back to the 13th Destiny Podcast with Magnum. In a couple of minutes here, I will introduce traditional country music singer Rick Ryman. He's going to be the guest on the show today. And uh, just going to give a little shout out to the Jolton Hardware and Feed from last night that I worked with Jay Farrell Photography doing uh, an assist on the wedding reception out there. And if you're interested in them, they've got a hardware store with a restaurant and live music out of 5538 Clarksville Pike in Jolton, Tennessee. Check them out. Kind of an interesting little neat place. And now back to my guest this morning. I want to welcome Rick Ryman. As I said, he's my guest this morning. And we'll get right into the show with a little uh, background from Rick. My background. What is it you want to know about my background as far as, uh, well, I, I grew up, well, I can't talk. I guess it's just too early in the day. Um, I grew up in uh, the Cincinnati area, a uh, little town of New Baltimore, Ohio, which is right on the banks of the Great Miami River. And... Um, I uh, went to school in Harrison High School in Harrison, Ohio. Uh, well, that's where I graduated from and everything. I went in the Air Force in 1981, showing my age a little bit, and I uh, got out in 85. Um, Should have stayed in. I would have been retired by now and had some kind of a back or, um, retirement, I guess you could say. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think, but, we, I think we all live and learn, right? Oh, it's just, you know, even then, um, I realized that there was just more to life. You know, if I had, if, if I knew there was another life to, to live, then maybe I would have stayed in and pursued something else in the second life. But, you know, you don't, you don't have that option. So, right. uh, I just knew I just wanted to do something else. I just feel like there was something else to do. So what got you into the singing the traditional country music? Now, oh, that's what I was brought up on. I mean, I was... I, honestly, I was exposed to all kinds of music. My mom was uh, a big Tom Jones, Inkelbert Humperdinck fan, and my sister was more into, uh, um, well, what's considered classic rock now, which was you know new back in the seventies, you right. know the seventies rock, and and she was a Elvis fan, and um, so I was exposed to that stuff. And my cousin who lived you know right, uh, right down the street from me, he got me into. Uh, uh, we hung out a lot, a lot, and um, he introduced me to uh, Merle Haggard, and and so being around his uh, side of the family, um, you know, uh, they was they there was my dad's side of the family was the hillbilly side, so <laughs> and it was my dad's sister who lived down the street from us, and um, you know, so they was a big influence on me as far as the music went, and uh, we we had an uncle, our uncle Dave, um, he played. Uh, guitar and uh, he didn't really I, I think he had a band a uh, long time ago I, I'm not exactly sure and um, but um, yeah he played and you know he he would all, when he'd come over he'd pull his guitar out and we'd all sit around and sing songs and stuff like that and then uh, my our other uncle our uncle uh, Paul he started picking up playing and, and then uh my cousin Gene, he uh, he bought himself a guitar, and uh, while he was in, I think while he was in the service, and then uh, he he played, he started playing, and it got me wanting to play. And so when I went in the service, uh, I picked up my bought my first guitar in Wichita Falls, Texas, and uh, uh, when I was in uh, uh, the, the tech school and of the Air Force, and 
I really wasn't supposed to buy it, but I, you know, it was it was my birthday present for myself at that time, and so. <laughs> but uh, well, that's <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. It, ha it happens. It wouldn't be the first time it's happened. Sometimes you get like going on a roll, and uh, that happens. Yeah. Um, so when was the first time that you actually did a live performance for anybody? I mean, can you can you remember that? Yes, I do. Okay. And I can't remember whose idea it was. I think it was my cousin's idea, Gene. Right. We, <laughs> we did a little show in um, <clears throat> in my basement, and um, there was a. And all we did was, you know, you know, we didn't know nothing about singing. All we did was just stand up there and and, uh, <laughs> and act like we were playing something. And um, um, wasn't that where all good things like that happen? Yeah, <laughs> you know, we just, you know, pantomimed it to to the to the records. You know, right. we didn't, you know, we didn't know, you know, we didn't know anything. And I don't know how old we were, but I don't know about eight, I guess, uh, or ten, somewhere around that age, and. Uh, and I don't know. I just remember <laughs> his sister and some this uh, um, was in the audience, and this uh, a girl who lived down the street. And she was in the audience, and uh, you know, just kids, just your little neighborhood kid thing. <laughs> and you never, you had no idea that you'd be like years later doing it, like on a stage with people and different places, and well, getting funny, getting interviewed. And <laughs> the funny thing is, my mom's brother, my uncle, come over, and uh, he just popped in, and he heard what was going on downstairs, and and I, I seen him, you know, uh, sitting on the steps watching. And um, then I don't know I don't know when it was a much longer after that, but uh, I remember my mom's side of the family. They all came over one night, and, and he he brought it up that uh, I should do something like that. You know, and he goes, "Oh, do it in front of everybody you know here," and you know, you did it in front of your little friends, and so you know, I, I did. And of course, you know, like I said, I didn't know nothing about singing or right. I just pantomimed it to the to the records and stuff like that. Obviously, obviously, no early stage right there for sure. From the you know, it. I guess you know not them. But some I, people have it, some people don't. But I have it now. Really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I know because I've known you for a few years now, and I had no idea that you had any kind of stage fright going up. Really? It's 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 a um. I don't know how to explain it. Is it maybe for, like when you? Is it like only when you do new venues, or is it just constant? I mean, I, I'm just learning something new. I'm no, still, it's it's funny. It's 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 like well, like last night, you know, uh, you know, um, and it always happens. It always happens. You know, something attacks my brain to where it's like I go, oh, you know, I really don't want to do this tonight. Oh gosh, you know. Maybe I just skip it. I just stay home, you know. Yeah, and, right. and then uh, it's like I go, no, I'm committed, so I gotta go. And then, then you know, I'm setting up. I, you know, it's like I'm fine setting up. And those, but <clears throat> getting into it, exactly. It, it, it's like that. It, once I do the first song, I'm fine. Right. But getting to that first song, you know, it's like I go, am I good enough? You know, are they gonna like it? You know. I'm going to embarrass myself tonight, and, you know. Instead of just looking at it, it's like just have some fun and just throw it out there. Right. I always get second guessing, you know, and 
uh, unsure of myself. Now that I think back on it, I think maybe I did notice it, but it, I didn't realize that that's what it was because I remember Mammoth Jamboree when we were there doing that video and stuff uh, that it took you a little bit to get in. So, yeah, I think I do remember that now. So I just didn't think of it being as a stage fright. I just thought it was maybe because it was a new place and we are trying to get it all worked I, out. I guess, I guess it's sort of like a lack of confidence in myself. I guess I guess that's the best way to. But you stayed. But you obviously stayed in doing this. So I mean, you, obviously you have to love it as well to be able to stay in. Even oh, with I that, enjoy with, it. Especially I mean, if you having that going on, obviously. Um, you know, like uh, last last weekend when I was in Dixon, Tennessee. I mean, we had. Uh, it started off kind of slow, and um, but you know, I, I guess because of the rain, you know, maybe kept some people away. But you know, they were saying how slow it was. You know, at the beginning of the night. But I mean, by the by the end, I mean the place was packed, and and it was you know standing room only, and everybody was just jumping around having fun, and, and it's like I go you know I'm having if they're having fun, I'm having fun, right? You know you 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 play off the audience, and if they're just sitting there, it's it's hard for me if they're just sitting there you know with their head in their hands or you know or, or just looking at their phones and stuff like that. It's it's hard for me to try to try to keep it going. It's like you know. Why am I, you know, especially if there's maybe five or six people in there? Yeah, it's, I can, it's, see, I can it's, see where that's much more difficult. It's hard for me to, you know, play the the rowdy songs, right? Unless you need more, kind of the people kind of interacting and yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless there's somebody you know who's drunk at the bar and they, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hollering, yeah, yeah, play that again, hell yeah, you know, kind of thing, you know. And, I love that. That's now, awesome. Now, now that's fine. I'll, I'll give you an example. When I was playing with a band. We were playing down at this place in Franklin, uh, Tennessee, and uh, I remember, you know, when the place was crowded, it was kind of a uh, uh, a, a dull uh, kind of crowd. You know, they weren't excited. You know, they just kind of came out and danced and stuff like that. And but. I noticed the last hour was the most fun because as far as, as when the, the, the dull people started to leave, right. <laughs> the rowdy people were getting a little bit more um, intoxicated. Yeah, I get that from working in bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been there, dealt with that. <laughs> and we, we played, that last hour, we played the 12 people and it was the most fun of the whole night because they were, they were, they were dancing and they were interacting with us, you know, and cheering, right. you know, hooting and hollering and they were just having a good time to where the other ones were, they were just doing their dance, sit down and, Do you, and that's it. Um, so on that, just so I'll ask that question. So, that sounds like to me like when they're really having a good time, that makes you have a much better time as well. Oh, don't definitely, definitely. definitely. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, that opportunity that I got um, a few years ago to, to uh, open for uh, uh, Willie Nelson at uh, uh, in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Um, big crowd. That was obviously, obviously the biggest crowd I ever played to. Right. And uh, you know, it was an outdoor event, and you know. Looking back, when when I first started that show, when we went out there for the, for the uh, mic check and stuff like that, I was probably a little nervous then. All right, but you know, but that's a that's a big crowd, and you can handle a big crowd like that. That's obviously awesome. And I don't remember really being nervous. I was I, I was concerned with myself about forgetting words. 
Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah, that would be that would be like I, I could see that too. Like going out and you're like, I'm supposed to fix this big lap. Yeah, I was especially concerned about you know um, the opening the opening tune because was, you know we were going to do and and it was a song that I wrote and uh, it was kind of fairly new and um, at that time and uh, um, yeah I was just more concerned about you know am I going to get past this you know get through this first song without forgetting the the words you know a couple lines or am I going to jumble up you know the third verse with the second verse you know and right. things and you, like that were and going you have through this my large mind. crowd that you're dealing with all of a sudden yeah yes, and it's yeah. like i go man i don't want to embarrass myself in front of all these people you know and and you're opening for willie Nelson. yeah 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 and uh <laughs> but it, it really it, it really went well and uh, i was i was i was thrilled i'm you know but uh do you know as long as I've known you, I didn't even know until today two things. I didn't know the deal about Merle Hoggart, and I didn't know about Willie Nelson. So look there. And I've known you for years. Yeah. I, gosh, <laughs> what has it been about? What did we make? 2007, something like 2006, that? 2006, actually, I believe it was. Uh, towards the end of 2006, beginning of 2007. That was around 15 years, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been a while that I've known you. So Yeah. yeah. Through Alex. Yeah, through Alex. Alexandria. Yeah, Alexandria. (laughs) (laughs) That's a long story on that. We could be here half the day. She's a nice lady. We just, (laughs) she's a very nice lady. But that's how we met. And uh, I did some photography for him in the early days for his uh, stuff. Yeah. So, so it's, you know, that's another thing. I think a lot of people, like, since I've started doing this, have no clue unless they follow the people that I know. The connections that I've had and the people, and this is one of the things I'm really like giving back to the podcast is like bringing in people I know and you know I've met either like you know just passing or things I want to do with my paranormal investigators that I've dealt with and my singers I've dealt with, my models I've dealt with, not all my own. (laughs) I mean, Rick. Obviously, I've known Rick for 15 years, like you say, but um, you know, I mean, Rick has never worked for me directly. Uh, did have a couple of models on a video for him and so uh, but yeah so just kind of give back and so anyway back to you so we, 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 we get off on, we get off on, you see this is my problem with my guests we'll get off on no but that's cool that's a great good thing about you know the, that, that type of interview you know because you're not searching around for questions you know no, because I don't really have to I mean exactly. I, I could write down a dozen questions to ask you but the thing is I like this more interacting thing mm-hmm. I mean Obviously, I'll have to have some for certain guests sure. and stuff. But the ones that I've worked with or have some kind of connection to, it's not going to be that hard. You know, I'm not trying to say the podcasting is not hard. Don't, don't get me <laughs> wrong there. I'm just saying that I have a little bit easier interacting with people that I've worked with and dealt with over the years. See, I used to work in radio. I don't know if you knew that. No, I think I did know that. Okay. I think that's on your, on, your, on your website, which I'm going to be giving links to and all that when we get everything. Yeah, it's button. on the Facebook thing. Yeah. And... Uh, but the, and my favorite part about the when I worked in radio was uh, able to do interviews. I loved interviewing right. people, and uh, I always always enjoyed that better than just sitting there playing you know the records. So, yeah, I enjoyed that too because you know you got to, you know, I used to you know I don't know my little um, dry humor you know type thing you know <laughs> in between songs. But uh, so how long did you, how long were you on the radio uh, as far as doing that? job because I, I have some other connections that do that job as well so i was wondering oh okay um uh total five years okay all right yeah i got out of it and uh the <laughs> um uh, eddie stubbs you know eddie stubbs yeah, yeah. he just retired from wsm right, right. WSM. Uh, when i first met him uh, i met him through a friend of mine and uh 
And we was talking, and he goes, uh, young man, I got a question for you. I said, yes, sir. He goes, have you ever... Have you ever been fired from a radio station? I said, yes, sir, I have. He goes, you worked in radio then. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is funny. Getting fired and leaving us over is not a big deal. Sometimes it works out very well, is oh, all I'm going to say this has, morning. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but that last station I did get fired from. And, and, and uh, I mean, I wasn't really happy working there. I was just hanging out there long enough to try to find something else. And then, I don't know, it just, you know... Um, they they took the fun away right. from being on the oh, radio. Yeah, anything that takes the fun away, that's that's the it's auto- time to it's go. time to go. It's no matter what it hurts at or what you're doing, it's time to go. Yeah. Well, and, and look at the bright side. Hank Senior got fired too and look, yes. look how that worked out better for <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of a mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I always love when you always love when you get like something to reference to. Like, well, that's no big deal. Hank Senior got and look how that went. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So, um, what have you been doing lately? Oh, I just uh, I just stopped the band thing. I just uh, you know when that pandemic came on and um, it was just hard to get uh, guys to come together anymore. And, right. And even right before that, we was. I was trying to, you know, because I got out of music for a while. Okay. I just I walked away from it because it just wasn't fun for me anymore. It was, you know, you get to the point to where, you know, you get tired of back, getting backstabbed by your friends and, and other musicians and stuff like that. And then you get people who, uh, you know, will dump you at the last minute for, you know, five. I can make $5 more with this band. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it was it was hard to keep. You know, and I always tried to keep the same guys together so we can gel. Right. And um, and and that was hard, and it just it was just way too much work trying to keep a band together. So when I came back after you know the bar started opening up again and stuff like that, I says I'm just going to go out on my own and just have fun, and that's and, what I've and, been doing. And is that working out fairly well for you? Oh, so far? a lot better, a lot better. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm getting more gigs and making more money. Hey, you can't beat you can't beat that. And as far as the uh, issues in the entertainment issue, uh, you know, in business and stuff, we 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 all know that. There's every. I mean, my part of the business has had issues with what I've did over the years. Yours is even a little different, but um, we all know that. We all. I mean, everyone listening knows that they've worked in entertainment on any level. You got issues as much you, and when you have too many of them though it takes the fun away exactly as you said yeah and then you have to kind of readjust and uh, it wouldn't be the first one i've done it you've done it <laughs> well and, and plus you know the the anchor to my band uh, who i felt was the anchor was uh, a friend of mine russ heron he uh he ran off and went to oregon and got married so uh <laughs> I said, so well, if you're gone, I said, there's just no use in me trying to put things back well, together Well, that sounds familiar. I've had a few models that got married, married off and decided to retire from the business. Is that right? One of, one of them uh, married an actor that apparently decided to be on my film just, I guess, to get close to her. I guess it worked well, out for him because they're still married and got kids. Matter of fact, you actually know that model, but... <laughs> We won't, we, won't, we won't name her on the air this morning, but we'll just say that Rick knows her. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know her. She was in your video. As uh, so, I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. So Yeah, no hard feelings. No. I, mean, you know, I mean, me and her are still friends, and I'm friends with her husband and everything. So, I, But, yeah, it's very difficult in the business when you lose people that are attracting attention or helping you out or any of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I know exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the latest uh, place that you played at? 
Oh, I just played last night in Ashland City and uh, uh, Tennessee and uh, nice little place. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not much happens at night. <laughs> oh, I know. Rick is probably going to be across the table going, "Where have you not been, Matt?" <laughs> he knows I travel a lot. So. Yes, you do. Yes, yes, you do. And I was in Dixon before that, and uh, I've gone down as far as Ch- uh, Chattanooga, and that was a fun night down in Chattanooga. Okay. So you're pretty much staying in the regional area right now. Yeah, I like to, you know, i say 300 miles okay. of Nashville. Okay, is, 300 is, miles. Is kosher, you know, it, it's good. Yeah. You know. Because you got to be able to get paid and make for your expenses and all Well, that. you know, uh, it, that's not important but you gotta have fun mom. most of all he says you gotta have fun that's right that's right which I've, I've said that i've said this in this business across the entertainment business for years if you're not having fun there's a problem yeah <laughs> it's it's time to you know either change what you're doing or just stop it you know you know right it just you know why continue to do something that you're not happy with right um i know that you when was that now i just downloaded that uh songs and stuff recently when was that last album done Oh gosh, yeah, that's a good question because I can't re- really remember. It's been at least a <laughs> See, year. That's always a good thing when you actually can't remember and it's actually got some play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually it's it's, it's at least a year ago, uh, okay. if, if not longer. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That that uh, that new CD, uh, Love on the Rocks. Right. Well, here's a here's a. I don't know if Rick knows this or not because I don't know if I ever talked to you about it or not. Uh, but actually, the, the music video that we did at Mammoth Jamboree, we actually took some pieces of that, and we actually used it in one of our horror films as well. Really? Yeah. Where's my royalty check? <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew he was going to say that. See, I must no, have No, never, uh, that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm happy we, we with cut it. A little, I'm thrilled. We cut a little piece of it because in the script, we needed a place that was you know, supposedly a club setting, and that was the closest thing that we already had. So we cut some of that and put it in there, and that was in our uh, horror film that we did several years ago. Go. Oh, well, I have to look at that. Yeah, uh, that's the uh, that's the one that takes. Uh, that's kind of that grindhouse one we have to hunt down now because I guess Amazon pulled it off. Oh, I don't really? think they pulled it off because of anything. I think it's because they don't do the DVD uh, stuff anymore, and it wasn't the direct. I mean, you can find copies of it out there on the Bloody Sister Love. But anyway, that that your video part of your video is in that film because well, we, that's cool. I just. I was thinking, did I ever tell him that? <laughs> no, 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 you didn't. But, uh. <laughs> See, this is the great thing about the podcast. I get, I get to sit here and talk and say, oh, by the way, Rick, uh, part of your video ended up in a horror film, but you didn't know, didn't know that. Apparently. Well, no, no, that's something else I could put on my resume. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Had no clue, right? That's right. But no, I guess they stopped that after the books about me. Mm. So, yeah, I think I... So anyway, back to you because we're here about you. But it's just funny that I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah. I was like did I ever mention that to Rick? <laughs> but this is good for the, I like I like the interview sessions like this. This yeah. is kind of fun just going back and forth. So um, so that's been about a year ago that he uh, has some new stuff on his uh, website there. Uh, definitely check that out. I will be putting the links up. And uh, we're actually going to try to shoot a couple of uh, little videos today with him doing some stuff, with me uh, doing the filming on that. Uh, something that we agreed on after uh, we agreed about the podcast. So the yeah, well, I, I just figured like, well, why don't we just do this all together in one day and get it right, knocked out? And get it knocked out, yeah. So uh, it'll this, be fun. This is one of the great things that I like too about knowing people and you knowing me. 
we have so many different and like you have so many different connections one way i have so many different connections this way and the weirdest thing in everything knowing you for 15 years is i can find people that literally i know this way that you know the other way <laughs> it's just like really i didn't realize that we all know each other <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah definitely <laughs> But that's what I tell my. That's what I used to tell my mom all the time. You know, like when they were working with somebody, I said, "Don't ever really piss somebody off because you might need them later." Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Because this business uh, in the entertainment, regardless if you're in the modeling, the film, the singing, somebody knows somebody. So you got to be really careful about what you do. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and you know, I mean, there's problems like we talked about, but oh yeah, I mean, things are going to happen, and and like I said, you know what, those people that uh, have stabbed me in the back in the past, I still talk to it today. Yeah, I don't think they realize that they think they stabbed me in the back, <laughs> but they they have. But um, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I remember it, and and so I mean, so I'm conscious of it to where I know not to tell them certain things. Well, <laughs> Yeah, you know. well, well, yeah. See that? See, I've learned that the hard way too. You know, people that I thought I could trust, and it's like, are you kidding me? You turned around and did this. Why are you really? What? What's the purpose? You know, I mean, because at, at the end of the day, down the road, if you're doing something else and it's getting more attention, this person may need you, as you and I both know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I will make a funny joke about the entertainment business as far as what I said about modeling when I first got in it because the guy tried to get me into it. I was like, oh, my God, I did security for these type of people and stuff. Do you have no idea what being a manager or being on that side of the business is like? That's like a cutthroat. This will never last. I'll be I'll be on a business in 90 days. <laughs> and then I wasn't. I met people like you and Alex. And, you know, I think back when I met you, uh, Alex and I were really trying to do some things. And, you know, she was working with you. But I was just like, even then. Even though I'd had like this small success to start with, I was like, man, at some point someone's gonna like. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Sure. How did you meet Alex? Okay. <laughs> I'm curious. Okay, so that's a that goes back to MySpace, of all things. Oh, really? Wow. Okay, so you know, back before Facebook and everything, I had a MySpace, and you know, and I was the president of Magnum Models, Magnum. Well, I think it was just no, it was Magnum Caliber Films because by that time I'd met Alex, we had Magnum Caliber Films too, and. Um, and Alex reached out to me, and I was like, I'm looking at her background at that particular time because she had a lot of stuff on, and I was like, okay. And at first, I was like, is it? <laughs> it's always the thing that you do in this business. You go, uh, is this all legit? Is exactly. It? Because you, you think. You don't know. You don't know, and, you, and you're looking at it, and you're trying to find things, which after as many years as I've been now, but it was just, I looked at it, and she was a book author, and she'd done this, and she's telling me all this stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, I'll check it out, you know. And then we started talking to each other, and then she wanted me to uh, go to an event with her at. Do you remember when Shop at Home was down in Nashville? They had the studio before they closed down. Do you no. Okay, well, that was around the same time I met you, uh, but they closed down shortly after. Which, ironically, I ended up working for uh, you know a distribution center for a home shopping network I won't name. <laughs> okay. Let's just put it that way. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give them free publicity today. Uh, imagine that. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say that I worked for them for almost 18 years. But anyway, that particular one shut down, and um, I was there, and Alex because Alex invited me to this, and I was like. Okay, so I thought we were just going to the studio to watch, you know, stuff and everything. I had no idea that she had this, you know, interaction connection with, uh, you know, like that's how I got to meet Coco Beware uh, and have a picture with him and everything at the studio that 
and uh, also I had uh, I met uh, Jimmy Hart and I can't, and for the life of me I, I have to go look there was one other guy there but I don't think he was um, on the level of Jimmy Hart and them but and and she knew all these people and she was doing stuff with them and I was like whoa what okay so she's yeah. she's obviously got some kind of connections to people uh, and uh, that's how we met and uh, we went out a couple times to by the way make this clear we did not date i want to make that i want to make that perfectly clear i did not date alexandria <laughs> oh my god i almost screwed that one up i was like i want to make sure that sounds right because uh, but um anyway we went out and uh, then she told me about you uh, we were having uh, we were having a dinner and she was saying that she needed uh, some pictures taken because she was working with you and that she needed and that's how we ended up leading from me to her, to you. Wow. Yeah, that's how that all went. And, of course, she was talking to me about her book and stuff and some other stuff that she'd done. And I was like, I, of course, I was in that nearly. I never tried to get like this, like, uh, like I tell the models all the time, you know, when you're working like on somebody's music video, don't like if somebody like Bo Bites that we worked with. I said, do not act like a fan. I said, do not do that when you're working, period. Don't do that. But I did find myself a little, like, taken back from all the stuff she was telling me because I was like, God, this girl's got a background like nobody's business, you know. And I was like, okay. And and then she told me about, like I said, she told me about you. And she said, hey, I know you do photography and everything. Would you mind? And I was like, hey, I'm game. <laughs> so she told me about this singer that she was working with. And I was like, yeah, sure. We'll see how that goes. And then Rick ends up working with me more so <laughs> yeah i mean we just can't you know, stayed in contact with each other and, and yeah uh, that's that's one of the good things you know about facebook that and, and there's a lot of bad things about facebook but one of the good things it's, it's just so easy to keep in contact with people well that's one of the things anymore that i mean I, i've cut a lot of my personal stuff out of facebook uh, because, uh, just to be honest, I think Rick's been on my Facebook long enough to know this. I'm not going to go into a lot of details about that. But what we're talking about, what I can talk about personally about Facebook is personal relationships. Do not put them on there. <laughs> no. <laughs> and especially if you're in this type of business, we've we've figured out that that's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a very good friend that went total anti-social media, but you know. For what we do in in our business, there's no way that we can go completely out of it because it is. When Facebook came along and when we started putting the modeling pages up and everything and all our connections with people like you and everything else, there's there's no way for us to just completely cut it off at this time.